0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where the Commander Clash crew discusses Commander-related topics. This week, we are going to be talking about the worst mythics you can run in Commander. So we're going to discuss the worst mythics, Uh, we're going to, you know, explain what what it does, but then we're also going to see how best can we run these cards in Commander, and are they actually as bad as we think they are? So that's the topic of discussion for today, and as always, we are joined by Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. How's it going, Seth? I'm doing well, Tomer. How are you? Doing well, doing well. And next up, we got Krim, a.k.a. the Asian Avenger, a.k.a. Krim. That's actually the way we're going to be doing it, because I'm not going to call you the Asian Avenger throughout the podcast. That would be too long. <laughs> hey, Krim. <laughs>
1: I mean, you can if you want to, but, like, yeah, like, I, I am excited because uh, our topic today, we, I've definitely seen some of these, and apparently I've played a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of these I was like, no, I like this,
0: though. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, next up we have well Richard can't make it Uh, he is busy with baby stuff uh, as he has a newborn Uh, so hi Richard if you're watching this I was listening to this Uh, joining or joining
2: us uh, in his place though is Brewers Kitchen aka Phil how's it going Phil how's it going everybody pretty excited to talk about some trashy mythics
0: yeah we'll see how trash are they uh that is the name of the game for this week i played every one of these i'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. it's only interesting to see the perspectives because i i feel feel like mentioned a car that we're gonna maybe touch upon later and the rest of us were like no or i was like no this this is good why why though <laughs> so how how the times have changed i guess maybe like the boomer perspective is like we're a little bit more uh uh nice to some of the older cards um i think these cards suck (laughs) and i'm a boomer so (laughs) all right uh so speaking of sucky cards we'll kick things off seth what's the first card on your list here
3: Uh, All right, so our first card is widely considered to be the worst mythic ever made. If you look up like a top 10 list of the worst mythics, this is gonna be on there, and that is Archangel's Light. Archangel's Light, it is eight mana, it is a sorcery, and it says you gain two life for each card in your graveyard, and then you shuffle your graveyard into your library. Uh, This is kind of like the quintessential white meme of this like huge, really expensive mythic that all it really does is gain you life. Obviously, if you're in some sort of deck that really cares about life gain, where you're uh, trying to combo off with exquisite blood and that kind of stuff, like, you could theoretically play this. Is it good? No, because it's way too much mana. You can gain huge amounts of life without spending eight mana, and then shuffling your graveyard into your library, in a lot of commander decks, is actually a drawback rather than an upside. Like, sure, there might be a time when you're like about to get milled out and this saves you, but a lot of times you want your graveyard so you can eternal witness or reanimate or whatever synergies you got in your deck. So this card is just, Uh, in my opinion, bad in basically every possible way, even in its best case scenario of being in a life game deck. It's still bad there. It's just way too much mana. Uh, I don't think anybody is gonna <laughs> definitely argue that this is good because,
1: Lord, this is. I bad. like it. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. No. Way. No.
0: I, okay. I, I can't even joke that I okay. like this card. This is like this is like if you think worst mythic, this is the card that will pop up in the Google search. You know, like yeah, this card has no redeeming qualities to it. It's so <laughs> bad. <laughs>
2: to be fair, though, I. As far as I know, the card wasn't meant to be a mythic, and then last minute they did some changes and probably re- erased one of the mythic because it was too powerful or something, and then they created this as a so they threw it like an intentionally bad <laughs> yeah, as far as I know, it's intentionally this bad. Common? just a mythic slot just, yeah it's, it's a mythic like it.
0: now it's intentionally well, safe it's, the, the story goes better, that yeah. it was one of the last one a last minute design. A inclusion into the set i think like whatever they had planned for the mythic slot was uh scrapped at the last second they needed to fill a white mythic slot and they also had in their memory they're like we don't want to have a situation where the last minute card that we don't get to test is going to be busted and they cited skull clamp which is a skull clamp had the same issue where they didn't get full play testing on it and they were like we'll just push it through it's fine and then they had to ban like emergency ban it Skullclamp? Uh, what are you talking about? That was
1: that was a great standard. I, I loved it. Card. <laughs> Time of my life. But
0: regardless, whatever the whatever the reason for it, it is still they uh, kind of maybe
2: un- overshot. How how bad? to yeah.
0: make it, I think. The,
2: so what, what? At what rate would it be good? Like, let's say you gain three life for each card. Oh, that's
3: five life. Like, how many? How I much mean, the, life? I think be? the, problem, the is, problem is the problem is, is eight mana. Version. Yeah, but <laughs> this at what could point, say. This could say gain infinite life, and I probably would not be interested in it, in its current (laughs) mana value. Like, I think it's just cost too much. Like, I think that's the problem. If you think of life gain in magic, it's really cheap. There's just like one mana gain eight, one mana gain 10. Like, you just don't want to spend eight mana for, for a life gain effect, at least I don't want to. So I I don't know if you could twist the knobs on it in a way. Like, uh, maybe if it really literally said infinite, it would be worth it. But, like, I don't think you could change the numbers on it enough to make me want to play it. If this was five life or something per card, I still think it would be... It still gets countered, it's still eight mana. Like it still isn't something I'd be excited about playing. The knobs you have to
1: turn are the cost, right? The cost yeah, would have to come sure, down. Yeah. I, w- I would pay three mana. Three this. yeah, that's what I want Three <laughs> say mana, yeah. I would pay for this. Anything beyond that, sorry. I'd rather I'd rather not.
2: I guess for like, a veto, but it's not black, so you can't really yeah, do anything with it. Like this this just isn't useful. I mean if it gets countered, you It's one for one. Who's (laughs) like this? Seth just mentioned that it's just getting countered for eight mana or something. If it's, like, gaining ten, I'd be happy. The screams, please (laughs) mana (laughs) tithe me.
0: (laughs) The screams, please mana tithe me. So the the closest equivalent from, like, a decade ago was Beacon of Immortality, which is a six-mana instant... Uh, double target player's life total shuffle beacon of immortality into its owner's graveyard this is still like a casual uh, a casual card that people enjoy from way back when but even that has kind of been uh made obsolete like it was a bad card even a decade ago but it had like a you know casual following but even so like just like a raw life gain card. We simply have so much better options. If you think about it, like if you're in black, you have blood drain effects, which you know they gain you a bunch of life, but they also uh, drain your opponents. Um, if you're casting a bunch of spells, then either flux reservoir is going to gain you a ton of life, but it also acts as a finisher. Just something this raw life gain, you you almost never see raw life like soul warden i think is probably the most played uh raw life gain card and it's so good because it's a one drop and it triggers all the time and individual triggers are super useful in a life gain deck like usually a lot of a lot of cards say like if you would gain life you put a plus one plus one counter or you get to draw a, a card or something like that being able to just like gain a bunch of life all at once for seven mana, and you have to have a bunch of creatures in the graveyard first for it to do anything. Just cuts. And it's, it's sorcery just speed. Speeches. And and I think oh, it's, it's actually eight mana oh, wow. even.
3: It's even it's, it's even a... eight mana. Even worse oh, than Oh, it's you any card though. And so you could maybe like make 20 no, life no. off of this
0: eight <laughs> mana for sorcery speed. Like, wow. It, uh,
3: you really want your life gain to do other things. Like a good yeah. example of a life gain card is like Heliod's intervention, which you can dump a bunch of mana into and gain a bunch of life. It's two and X and you gain twice X in life, but it also can be destroy X target artifacts or enchantment. So you get this like uh, sort of Vandal Blast style thing where you can blow up all those things on the battlefield. So that's what you're really looking for in a commander deck. If all you're doing is gaining life, I think you're just basically unplayable. I can't think of a single card that all it does is gain life that people play in commander. (laughs) Like I don't know. La- la- like, last thing is just when you look at white cards, or
1: when you look at the cost, <laughs> it's just like everything at that mana cost will win you the game. <laughs> it's just yeah, except the game. for Archangel's Light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like Archangel's Light is like find the one line to lose the game, right? <laughs> like, yeah,
0: <laughs> like this is this is how you do it right here. I think the the greatest thing you can use for it as is a troll thing. You know, like when when you where you're tapping out for eight mana, people are like. <gasps> what is this? What is this amazing spell that you're about to cast? And then you puss out the Archangel's Light, which I think just is a good troll effect,
3: but that's basically, it's a one-time thing and never oh. can... And even there, it's okay. just worse than Scornful Egotist, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah <that> is true. <laughs> if you really want to troll for eight mana, flip up that one one. <laughs> it's
2: even just mm. your graveyard. If it would be every graveyard, at least it gains a ridiculous amount of life in the late game, but your grave if it shuffled
1: sites. every graveyard,
2: yeah, something like this. Uh, I could be that a like, card a little bit. Not good, but at least
1: like, but like no, six mana. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <it's>, no, no. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's just I, bad. I think,
0: yeah, I think this is the only card on this list that I personally would say is has no redeeming qualities. Like this is. Whoa. Absolutely worse. There, there's, uh, a, I will fight for some of the other ones. Uh, I, I will actually fight for this. the next one on our list, actually. Segway. Oh, Krim. God. What do we got here? I will not fight what for beauty. that.
2: What oh. beauty. <laughs> we
1: have... You love
0: Planeswalkers,
1: so... I love my Planeswalkers, and if you're a fan of Planeswalkers, you love mana efficiency, which is the polar opposite of Archangel's Light. We've got Tybalt Fiend-Blooded. Now, this card came out way, way, way back, right? Like I think this is Avicen Restored, and it's a two mana, it's red, red, right? And it's plus one draw card, then discard a card at random. Um, and then, minus four, Tibalt Fiend Blooded deals damage equal to the number of cards in target player's hand to that player. Minus six, ooh, the most. this is pretty much the most threatening alt I've seen in Magic. Gain control of all creatures until end of turn, untap them. They gain haste until end of turn. So, that's this is like a two-mana insurrection, right? Right?
0: Oh. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> just, you, you <laughs> need to ha- how many turns you have to like wait? Random. Four turns? Look, let's,
1: to, okay, to but okay. Minor details. This is a two-mana two, <laughs> two mana insurrection, right? Okay. I, I think I, this I, card isn't bad.
0: Oh, my God. No. This card is oh, terrible. terrible. Sell, all right, sell me, <laughs> sell
3: me Tomer. I, I think this is on the no-redeeming-quality list for me. <laughs> how, how is this card not bad? So... So, I have, I have a Chandra Tribal list.
0: And okay. one of my favorite... So, here here, here she is, Chandra Tribal. That's uh, kind sick. My, my commander is Chandra Fire of Kaladez, because beautiful. obviously... Beautiful. And my favorite card in the entire deck is not a Chandra card. It is my beautiful it's white, white Border Tipple. Nice. T- oh, t- I love that. I love that. It is... That. It is such a flex when you put this baby on turn. You could, so I sometimes I sometimes ramp it out turn 1, but Ooh. if I get it turn 2 Tybalt.
1: start wrecking Look. your own hand early. Nice. <laughs> some <laughs>
0: some people don't, Some people will just let it live because they just want to see me discard <laughs> at random. And that works against them because sometimes you negative for them, they ha- they're have they drawing like they're you're playing against a fill or whatever and they just drew 15 cards or whatever and they're like, I don't want to win. I just want to draw more cards and they pass the turn and then you dome them for 15 because they didn't read the text. Because it's a meme, right? No, because but I don't this meme care. can win the game.
3: It doesn't even it do has 15. finishers. How do they have fifteen cards? What are you making them draw up to reliquary fifteen card? tower? No, no. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, like said, you, you, you draw, it deals damage like, to the 18. cards in, in their hand though, right? So you're just trying to yeah. ad- get me or whatever? Yeah. I So you you your reliquary
1: tower is playing right into Tybalt's plan. Yes, exactly.
0: You just hope there's a dirtle player. And the the beauty is that they don't read the rest of the card because it is the plus one's trash, right? And so, it has a way to kill people if you get there. And then, Insurrection is a good card. So, if people do leave it alone
3: long enough, it can win the game. So...
2: This, okay. This so sign, I,
3: I would say that your opponent's leaving your planeswalker on the battlefield because activating that planeswalker is likely more harmful to you than it is to them is a pretty good sign. It's not a not a great mythic, but that, like, that's just me. me. Okay, just like you may
1: it, look at it through the lens that I'm go, I'm doing something wild with my alt or maybe even the minus four, but you got to remember you threw away so many cards to even get. You get there. to play a white border Tibble. That, that is. I mean, oh, the, I love crazy. it for the meme value. It, like <laughs> the 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 reason you play this is strictly for the memes.
2: Has anybody ever ultimated this, or is this just in theory? Like, I can't I imagine. Have. But how, did you? It doesn't protect. Did you win? Itself. I've,
3: oh, I've oh. ultimated it in in sixty card formats, like on against odds. Yeah. But I yes. I would never even think of putting this in a commander deck. Yeah. So the what? problem is like.
2: Insurrection is only good if the bot is big, but this doesn't protect itself. So, if the board is, <laughs> bot is big enough to insurrection... It protects itself
0: by being bad, bad. though. Yeah. You're like, oh, people, it's a meme. Play I don't want to attack it. Waka waka. Is it about to you got him?
1: Who cares? I don't know. I'm going to cast all my creatures into it. Krim, <laughs> you, you play Grixis Superfriends. Do you play Tybalt? I I can come safely on. say no. Don't. <laughs> like, oh, okay. come like, on. Like, I mean, I, that's okay. for a, a to back beyond this. It's kind of fun. Fun story though about this card is I opened this at pre release and I was so pumped. I was like, oh my god, a two mana planeswalker! (laughs) I lost every game that I had that day. (laughs)
0: it's so funny because this card is so close to being playable if if only the plus one was slightly better like if you, e- either you didn't have to discard at random or if you discarded first and then drew a card like just a little tweet twitch but like the fact that you draw first and then you have to discard at it random it's always gonna bite you and it's like it is, it is very bad, but I mean, the other abilities. They, you
3: you this, know how often people get wrecked by gamble? <laughs> like, we've seen it so many yeah. times all on the Commander time. Clash. Tibble is like literally gambling every single turn, but your reward isn't the best card in your deck. It's the random card from the top of your deck. So you get all the downside and none of the upside. Hey, what do you, you run <laughs> in Madness? What about if you're a madness deck? Would you run
1: Temple? Even in madness decks, you still want to keep certain cards, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like every card you want to throw, unless you're like high rolling your way to the
2: top. like. Ooh, every spell is Come madness. On. I'd probably play it in madness for the meme, not in hopes of winning. But in madness, I guess if if like if I have like twenty to thirty cards with madness i guess i yeah for the meme if yes, i bill
3: yes i mean i, I might play just for trolling but but i yeah. would know it was wrong and that it was bad and i would be cursing at it the whole time as i discard all my good cards in, to its plus one ability
1: <laughs> even worse <laughs> and i don't even curse somebody like notion thieves even. so it's just like great oh. <laughs>
3: Y'all bad in the crim oh, meta. God. You at dev- random you and dev- you don't you get dev- to draw. plus one. I would just pass a turn. I
0: wouldn't even plus one. It's a crim That's how much respect I give him It's red.
1: It's red <laughs> counterbalance <laughs> that just sits here. No, like, like, and like, one, like one last funny tidbit that even in sixty card formats, this wasn't playable. Like, I I tried this. I I built a Mardu uh, Randomator, a reanimator deck in Innistrad Standard that played Gristlebrand, uh, Unburial Rites, and Liliana. And even still, even then, this card still found a way to ruin my game. Like, I don't (laughs) I don't don't want to call anybody
0: out on stream, but I do vividly remember when this card was uh, first previewed, and then it came out. Like, even when it came out, it was like a month after release. There were pro players or at least at least two that i remember vi- very fondly uh, defending it and being like you guys are all wrong this card is actually bananas in standard it bananas. never Bananas. it was wow. like but it was very funny like there were there were bananas. articles coming out about how this could be like super good and everybody's wrong about it it's like going to be the next Jace the mind sculptor and everything <laughs> oh my and God. it's like wow <laughs> But how did everybody <laughs> sleeping on this card, you guys? I remember but it was like turns out now.
2: <laughs> so I assumed, it really was that bad. I assume it was because it's two mana. But I remember Renan Six being underestimated, even though it's two mana and obviously good with strip mine. So that's weird. Maybe uh, tip out actually. Cool brand at these people and they say oh, i'm not gonna trust <laughs> well, you. Planeswalkers exactly. you gotta think about the hard two to... power levels. Yeah. you have the gap where you have
1: tybalt <laughs> on one end and then you have ren and six on the other yeah there's like this i don't know how this was printed because it's so bad i don't know how this was printed because it's so strong so it's just
0: there's yeah ren and 6 actively sabotage your game your your game plan <laughs> yeah all right i at least we can agree that it is worth playing for the memes yeah um, oh no one doubts that no one yeah. doubts that
2: all right next card we got phil uh what do we got we got reap intellect so this card. let me just read it it's a big text box here oh yeah so that, that's how you know it's good it has mostly, lots of text, yeah. right like that's <laughs> it's four mana and x two colorless and dimir colors target opponents reveals their hand, you choose up to X non-land cards from it and exile them. For each card exiled this way, search that player's graveyard, hand, and library for any number of cards with the same name as that card. Exile them, then that pla- player shuffles their library. Uh, yeah, I, that's...
1: This is a powerhouse,
2: right? Oh, uh, sure. That is, like... I feel like Krim would play this. So, I have first tried. of all, you can just play Mind Twist if you want to lose your friends. But it's, like... <laughs> Especially in Commander. It's very bad. You can't you won't hit anything with the exile cards from Graveyard. Unless they are playing like pack rats or that not pack rats, like Relentless <laughs> or something. Shadow yeah. fossil, something pantsed. like this. <laughs> the interesting part is when I read the card and I read it before this podcast, I didn't know this existed. It looked like uh like I think nowadays it would read like You can play these cards afterwards and pay mana as though they were any color. Like, it looks like, like, um, what's the card called? The card that steals cards from the opponent's hand. Like, it looks like it would do this. Cover this urge, maybe. Cover this urge, right, with X. That that would be, I, I would love this, but just exiling something from the graveyard. And I guess from the hand... But this is this, just this is uh, I and mean it, it before only hits true Demir became Demir. <laughs> yeah, right? like that's like, what I mean. Like nowadays this. I would expect it to steal something or get any value out of this. This way it's just like this player in particular it just doesn't have fun anymore, and I spent way too much resources and it's just it's just bad. And it's really doesn't feel like a mythic. It's, it's ball. I used and to think this said doesn't any look like
1: I was like, uh, like that. That was why I thought this was hilarious. I thought it could take any card, so even a basic to oh, so land. get
3: lands out. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, but then oh, I yeah. found oh, out, obviously. no, it's not. It's oh, if you could exile all oh, the fun. Honestly, Honestly you want a
2: green deck or look something. At the
1: cost, this thing is wild.
0: Yeah, the
2: cost. Five mana just, so so just ruin
0: a, a mono player's day <laughs> yeah. by taking all their basics. Yeah, like, no, yeah that's also <laughs> the
2: thing. Like you're just ruining one player. player's like, day. Cole experience and you ruined your turn because you spent your turn ruining that player's game plan it's just no fun lose lose everybody loses no 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 don't play this
1: everybody if this said if this said anything and not non-lands i wouldn't say nobody
3: had fun i mean (laughs) 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 there's no way they would let you put lands on this There's, there's no way wizards would do that the stealing cards that could be a possibility but i think really this is just like not designed to be a commander card. It's kind of like Thoughtseize. Yeah. Like when you talk about worst rares, honestly Thoughtseize probably literally is one of the worst rares in commander, but it's one of the best rares in 60 card formats. For me, like this card, it's not great, but it's like a Cranial Extraction or a Slaughter games. Like in 60 card formats, this is like sideboard combo hate type stuff. So I think it's really just like not formatted in a way that really works for the commander format. And it was it's from 2013, so that was like before Commander is what it is today. Yeah. Like if they were gonna yeah. print this today, I'm sure it would like do what Phil was saying or something where you'd be able to like play the cards or do something to make it like sort of relevant in Commander. But I think this is just like a pre-Commander era card that's designed for 60 card formats. And in the context of Commander, it's just like not useful uh, at
0: all. Remember when cards were designed for 60 card formats? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> in standard sets? Yeah. Oh. With enough, some oh, like, cut like,
2: <laughs> What is it like? Siphon Mind and stuff. They were well, Siphon, weren't Siphon designed is with. Good. Yeah, they weren't designed with Commander in mind, but they work better than most cards that's, nowadays. With that's all these, true, you gain life equal to the amount lost this turn. For example, all these mass yeah, drain it, effects it, were it better. Sanguinator like or then. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, hmm. it's just it's kind of weird. how this design changed. but this card, Jesus Christ, for four mana you'd get nothing. You have to pay four mana and then X. And at this point, how many cards do they have in hand? Why is this mythic? I don't mm. get it. You get nothing out of it. All right. Yeah, so a... this card, Doo-Doo. Unplayable. Uh, we
0: shall move on to the other card that I also consider Doo-Doo. Well, recurring theme, worst mythics? Um, so Soul of Ravnica. Um, This card is from a, a mythic cycle. And the other ones I consider kind of decent. But this one... Uh, I consider the worst of the worst. This is a four mana. It's a blue of the mythic cycle. Four and double blue for a 6-6 flying avatar. So pretty decent stats. Uh, Then you can spend seven mana... A uh, five and double blue, draw a card for each color among permanents you control. So you can draw basically one, at least minimum one because Soul of Ravnica is blue, uh, it's a blue permanent. So you will draw at least minimum one uh, if it's on the battlefield. You can draw up to five though cards, up to five cards of this ability. And when it's in the graveyard, you can pay five and double blue and exile it from the graveyard to so draw a card for uh, each color among permanency control. So you can do this ability one more time from the graveyard if you exile it in in addition to its ability. So it's like a one-shot from the graveyard extra value. So for seven mana, you can draw one to five cards. And then from for seven mana and you exile it from the graveyard, uh, draw, again, one to five cards. I feel like this effect is, like, very interesting and it could have been good, but seven mana is absurdly expensive for what it does. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Bad. <laughs> I mean, probably. I don't think it. <laughs> it's like that bad. Like, it's bad. And I wouldn't just like run it in a deck. I might play it in like Avatar Tribal. Like, if you think of what this card needs, you need to be five colors, basically. Because if you're drawing one card, like that's really, really bad. So you basically got to be four or five colors. I think the main issue is like there's just you got consecrated Sphinx. There's so many options that like are very similar, but don't have this huge, huge cost associated with it. I would probably play an Avatar Tribal though. If I was playing like Morphon Avatars, I would I would run this. Or Avatar the Last Airbender theme. Or Avatar mm. the Last Airbender Tribal, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, the Netflix adaption of Avatar. Oh yeah, of course. This it's, it's, it's yeah. though
1: yeah,
3: yeah, obviously. This is where it deserves to be, the Netflix <laughs> <laughs> adaptation
1: of Avatar. <laughs>
3: It's a infinite mana payoff, but you have yeah. way better ones like Triskedecafile. Yeah. Or like, there's so many like two mana, two mana cards with lower costs that do the same thing. So it's it's really hard to find use cases for this card. I think that's his
0: best use case is if you have if you have ways to generate infinite blue mana, uh, then you can use this to yeah, I can draw, uh, draw your deck. But just you could just do that with cheaper percent. effects. Cheaper,
3: yeah. better, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah this, that was like it is... was pretty bad
1: yeah i i, I yeah, the remember one commander one so cool. deck right didn't it come with uh, soul of innistrad i think was the only one that was like kind of playable and soul
0: the of rexia
1: yeah the black one
0: and the, Mufirex- one. the colorless yeah, right. one is
3: good yeah, yeah. The, like one the, is the, good. the colorless one is actually good right i still
0: use it because it's like it's a it makes it it's it makes i think it's for six mana or something yeah it makes your entire board indestructible yeah so it's It's actually pretty decent as an instant speed. You know, I save my board
1: um, from a board wipe or something like that. Right. And it it. it can sit in the graveyard, uh, which I think is big, right? So it comes down, it it does something, and then it can protect from the graveyard. It's also a 6-6 body artifact, which artifacts are pretty relevant because they're – it's nice to get it, right? You you have tons of ways to tutor it up. But, but like, (laughs) other than that, this one is just really, really bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know. This was but,
0: the, the, they were, these the were the, the nerf titans. Yeah. Ugh. These were like, we have titans at home, you know, like, <laughs> M- and that's M14 what made him...
1: Had one of uh, the worst well... mythic cycles I think I've ever seen in my life. Cause this was mm. home of Jace, the living guild pack where I made a very bad <laughs> investment. <laughs> this is when they tried to power down oh remember yeah. when they tried to power yeah. down yeah power down sure <laughs> then we had ixalan stop powering down please stop powering down uh, but, but legitimately m15's mythics are are awful they're stone cold awful uh like most of them if not are unplayable uh, so so like, <laughs> I remember I I I think I bought like a ton of Jace the Living Guild packs because there hadn't been a bad Jace yet, and then I then I found out very swiftly that that set was that, that oh my god, and then every every soul was terrible. Uh, were there any good, like actually good mythics from that set? I don't think so. Can't
3: uh, remember. I'm trying to I'm right. trying to remember what was even in the rest of that set, but. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with no, (laughs) for now. (laughs) (laughs) And this was the worst
0: of the worst.
2: Toma mentioned something about this. Like, if the... Not like before the podcast, when we talked about these cards. If the activation from the graveyard wouldn't exile the soul of Ravnica, it would be interesting to have a deck that can assemble an infinite mana combo just to have it in the graveyard so you can instantly pop off once you get infinite mana. It doesn't though, so it's it's still bad. But just that would maybe make it interesting. Like you loot it away and then you just have this option in the graveyard. You yeah, if, you know. <laughs>
3: yes. if you could do it repeatedly, it could have. Mm-hmm. I would probably play it then in some decks, like graveyard-based yeah. decks, where I'm just hoping to like mill it or dredge it or whatever. And then whatever, late game, who it's knows? Kind of broken, right? They would like if, if, really if it, if yeah. it didn't exile itself. Wrong, they yeah. would
1: actually just be bro- so again the, the <laughs> myth, the the power scale there,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, Unplayable and broken. It. I mean, it could exile itself. Suddenly, the other It was going there. Like I would just put an in avatar, and in that's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: to
1: answer you, the only <laughs> good mythic is Chainvale and Garrick Apex Predator. And Slip Rehive Lord. Wow. and those
3: aren't and those aren't even like I guess oh, Garrick saw a little 60 card format play, but like the chain veil's like not a 60 card format card. No, really. Were those a set, yeah.
0: were those the sets with the 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 the, the humanoid slivers? Yes, the yes. slivers oh, everyone yes. hates. No. <laughs> oh no, Oh, no, it, no. it keeps getting worse. It's, it keeps <laughs> getting worse.
1: But there's Redeeming Factor. There was Obnixus Unshackled. I do love that card. <laughs>
0: it's a cool card. But, oh <laughs> Yeah, they (laughs) slimmest. Gross. All right. We're moving from gross to grosser. I
3: think that's Uh, all there is on this What's the card? (laughs) Okay. So sometimes when wizards make some magic set... They gotta print cards just for flavor purposes, cause they're showing off important moments in the story. Uh, now they actually like have story spotlight cards and actually says it on the card. This was before that. Uh, and sometimes those cards don't end up being very good. And the card we're talking about is Hell Vault. Uh, Hell Vault was showing off like Avacyn and Grizzlebrand like fighting or being trapped together or something. But it's a three mana legendary artifact. For one mana you can tap it and exile a creature that you control. For seven mana you can tap it and exile exile a creature you don't control. And then when it goes to the graveyard from the battlefield, return all cards from exile onto the battlefield under their owner's control. Uh, So this card is bad for a whole bunch of reasons. Uh, One is exiling your own stuff there can be uses to it in very like specific circumstances but it's not something you normally are gonna build your deck around uh, yeah, there's other ways you can protect your creatures that don't leave them trapped in the hell vault for an indeterminate amount of time uh, the other problem is seven mana to activate it to get your opponent's stuff is just ridiculously high even in the world of colorless removal you could be playing like ugans and karns and there's so <laughs> many like really busted things you could be playing and it only hits creatures so it's not even like a great removal spell in that sense and then the final nail in the coffin is there's no get out of jail card for this like you gotta wait until it gets destroyed so if you actually do try to build around it and you want your creatures back you gotta play like a a shatter or something you gotta have something and it can't get exiled because it has to go into the graveyard from the battlefield so if it gets exiled or bounced you just lose everything forever so this card (laughs) is just like oh it's it's really 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 bad <laughs> i mean it
2: greets it like it could do something but then again i would just play and the sense as a landslot to exile my own stuff and i wouldn't play play like 14 mana or something and spend two turns just so uh, like nature's claim or something would blow me out there like, no 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 this plays so bad Oh, it I looks used like to it run Endless
0: Saiyans for this ability where, like, yeah. I would play Purphoros or something, I'd sneak attack a creature, and then I would use Endless Saiyans to yeah. uh, exile it and eventually get it back. But even that is, like, still kind of cheeky. And then the Hell Vault is just like, <sighs> you got to do that, but you can't even crack it yourself. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> yeah. figure yeah, then, it out
2: two-for-one yourself somehow, and, I guess. <laughs> and there's also then this, either you exile your own creatures and then hope to get them back. Or maybe you want to exile the opponent's creatures, and then you can't really exile your own creatures anymore because then you don't want this to go away. Like,
3: it's just... And, and we Commander, so is remove on your opponent's stuff. It seems really lackluster in most matchups because most guys are going to have a way to kill it. So if you actually do, like, store up a couple of good things of your opponents, someone's going to Assassin's Trophy or Vandal Blast or, like, any million things that can kill it and, and get their stuff back. So... Ugh. I don't know. I wouldn't play any deck. I don't think there's any any deck that I would consider <laughs> running Hellvald in, honestly.
0: <laughs> I, very I remember we were doing, like, the worst rares, and we actually had, like, some cool ideas for a lot of these decks. So these ones are just like, oh, man, these are so I mean, trash.
3: <laughs> so, like, could you, could you play Hellvald somewhere? Sure. Like, play yeah, it with, yeah. I don't know, some sort of, like blink style ETB trigger deck where you're trying to like store up your mall drifters or something. And then you, would I don't know, destroy it and then sun tighten it back to do it again and reuse it. Like you could do it. It's not like it's impossible. It's just really, really bad. Even in its, even in its perfect scenario, it's still like, oh, like, oh, why would I be doing that? Let me just cast an ephemerate if I want to reuse my, <laughs> my ETBs or something. There's so many easier, cheaper ways of doing it. So this is worse than North North Star, right, Seth? It's a, it's a oh, call back on the North no. Star. You would you prefer North Star, right? North Star. Well, I think Hell Vault is more useful than North Star. I still North Star is so bad. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> All right, His Next card's uh, good. yeah. Next card.
0: Next card is a, a a fun one. It's a more recent one. Uh, so you know, like the the older cards, we can give them benefit of the doubt. You know, a card printed a decade ago, obviously it has to be pretty busted for it to live to 2022 standards. But this card came like two out two years ago or three years ago. Um Krim, take it away. What what what's we got here?
1: Alright. <clears throat> so we have Okay, Seraphic Greatsword. Right? Did I say that right? Okay. Uh two mana. Quip creature gets plus two, plus two. Is it seraphic? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. But, seth, but yeah, what,
3: what is it i don't know <laughs> uh i think it's Ser- seraphic probably
1: seraphic yeah. okay so it's seraphic, Ser- seraphic for yeah. sure <laughs> now we can blame seth if we get it wrong okay. Comment <laughs> uh it's a two mana equipped creature gets plus two plus two and when equipped creature attacks the player with the most life or tied for the most life create a four four white angel creature token with flying that's tapped and attacking that player It also costs four to equip well, the cost is very high for this to equip, um, and also you have to attack the player in the lead, and oftentimes, if they're in the lead, they probably have a board to back that up, right? So I don't know if I want to swing for only a plus two, plus two bonus, right? Like, and an angel, maybe. uh, Like, it, it's it's kind of... This is kind of bad. Like, this is, like, pretty bad.
3: Is, is yeah, there a world where you play this? No. I mean... It's, it's fine like i think the problem is there's like so many other equipment available that it never is gonna beat out all the swords and so forth but i don't know it's not that bad is it if you're playing an equipment deck no. I, I think you could no, no, run this no, 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 no. is it gonna be optimal is no, it gonna no. be optimal to run okay. this no but i could you actually do things with it yeah, uh, it's not like Hell or something. Like, I think if you're playing an equipment deck I don't know. and you really love this card, like, you could throw it in there and it could even kill someone sometime. That, that could mean, be a thing that might actually happen I eventually. Guess.
0: Maybe you're an angel tribal and you, you can make some angel tokens out of
3: it. Sweet. And then equipping? free equipping arden like stuff yeah. like that and yeah, get around that four <laughs> mana equip cost but you know? then
1: you're still equipping this sword which doesn't do anything <laughs> like it doesn't but
0: then you act- still need evasion yeah like you right, equip it like- onto a creature and it's like you have to attack the the person in the like at the highest life total and they probably have like big blockers and you're like right. well i wish i had a sword <laughs> of x and y that gives me perfection or something No, nope.
1: uh- <laughs> there is one thing this doesn't care about you know Tomer, it gets around solemn simulacrum i don't care for your colorless <laughs> because i only have plus two plus
3: two on this so
1: that's that. Mm. that is
0: valid it is Nuts. nice
3: it is pretty appalling this is a mythic uh especially <laughs> yeah. from a powerful set like commander legends where there was a lot of like <laughs> busted cards uh because moon you know moon silver spear i don't know if you remember yep. that card this was yep. from like avacyn, avacyn Resort or something restored. It's kind of the same thing. It's four mana to cast, but it's colorless. Gives a equipped creature first strike. And when you attack, you get the tapped and attacking angel token, blah, 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 blah. actually, actually that's the playable. same thing. It might actually be better. And that was like a rare. And it was also, I think like a pre-release promo back when they only had mm-hmm. one pre-release promo. So this was like a card that was everywhere. And then they print this busted expensive set and put Seraphic Greatsword at mythic. So even though I don't think it's like a, a stone unplayable card, oh my goodness. The history of this card is kind of kind of disappointing. It's That's why I wanted
0: playable. it on this list. I wanted this on this list because it, it came out in Commander Legends. The Commander Legends was one of the most busted Commander sets they've ever printed. It had, like, it had uh Lo- Breacher, Lotus. It had Opposition Agent. Yeah. Jeweled Lotus was a mythic. This is a mythic plot, like, alongside Jeweled Lotus. It had, you know, the Kodama partner that we saw recently in Commander Clash and a lot of people have already, you know, lost the infinites by that where it's like, oops, and it has like Tevish's bot and it has like a billion of these busted mythics, and then the white slot. Like You have busted mythic, busted mythic, busted mythic. You have rares that are insane, like Jessica's Just Will and everything well, yeah. is from the set. Oof. Sakashima, the Sakashima partner is in the set. And then you're like, oh boy, what is the mythic for the white slot? And you get Seraphic Greatsword. Behold. And it was, this was like, it was also like during the height of the meme of being white, being terrible and Commander, and like everybody's being like, all right, fine. We waited two years. Finally, our our prayers are going to be answered. We're finally going to see some good white cards in the Made for Commander set. You know, none of this nonsense about you know you can't have pushed white cards in standard. And lo and, lo and behold, we get Seraphic Greatsword, which is just a subpar equipment and it does nothing to help it's white. Not and It was just like the worst time to print it. It's worse it's subpar? than subpar. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I would it's, never this, run this, this card. This is so
1: yeah, Tomer, you have a Voltron deck, right? Yes. I don't even have to have one and know that this is unplayable. This is not would, something you would play, right? Absolutely. I would definitely
0: I cut out Explorer Scope recently. I would absolutely put in like a thousand Explorer Scope over this
3: card. <laughs> <laughs> in in this this is not a defense of the card being bad, but uh gevin verhey did a did a video about the story of seraphic greatsword and it sounds like it's another one of those archangel light situations uh, eh, eh, eh,
0: where they it's like always the white mythic why yeah, is the, it always the
3: white mythic yeah the poor poor white mythics but yeah we you can can't check have that that a out busted and... white
0: cars that would ruin the color pie <laughs> meanwhile oh. just printing out toskis left and right kodama's left and right like all right okay but <laughs> fine <laughs> Okay. okay,
2: next up, we got a... This is... The, I took this one personally here. So, <laughs> Rowdy Crew, 4 mana, 3-3 three, three trample. It only gets worse from here, by the way. When Rowdy Crew enters the battlefield, draw three cards, then discard two cards at random. Hmm. If two cards... Oh, God. If two cards sh- that share a card type are discarded this way put two plus one plus one counters on rowdy crew so this is probably the mythic i had to read the most because i always thought i i just misread it and there's gotta be something mythic about it so you play a four mana three three trample then you draw three cards discard two at random which i wouldn't do for zero mana uh if two cards yeah and then i guess it can be a if you're lucky it's a five, five, 5 trample. it still bad. It sits. At... That seems pretty good. 5-5 five, five, trample
0: Even, for 4? Even when you're lucky yeah. it's still like, it's still like yeah, pretty it
2: bad. My <laughs> <laughs> <The laughs> best case scenario for this oh is like God. not good. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the fact that it, this is on arena is like in like I'm sorry that I always bring up Irina's economy, but when the economy stream brought up that, oh, you might dust a card that you don't want, I would dust the hell out of this card. No way anybody ever plays this. Like, oh, my God. Not even in Pirate Tribal. No way. I, I mean, no, I, I not even have Pirate Tribal? Oh,
3: yeah, no. That's good. No, cool. Not even in Pirate I'd be happy if my opponent plays this. That's, that's the worst part about this card. If you want to know why this card really, really sucks... Pirates need all the help they can get. There's like <laughs> a three pirate mythics in all of magic or something. And one of them's a rowdy crew. Like th- this tribe gets almost no support. I know they got a little bit in like commander legends, but in standard, they got almost no support. And you don't even play their mythic in your pirate tribal deck and EDH rec backs this up. If you look at pirate tribal decks, like Admiral Beckett brass, like 7% of people play rowdy crew. If you look at breaches <laughs> and Malcolm 1.9%, like even in this one, possible home. It's too bad for anyone to play. There's there's no redeeming qualities here. And it's not even like a funny troll. 7% of Admiral Breckett brass decks. I feel Richard's part of that 7%. I'm like, like, that's pretty
1: high. (laughs) Is Is this in a starter deck?
3: And it's not even... A good troll card. Like, it's not like, ha-ha, I you. It's nah, like, I oh, I, I you. settle it. the downside of tobal <laughs> and I got this
0: horrible guy giant. Lair, rowdy Crew White Border. <laughs> Let's go. I'll run it. If you give me a White Border version, I'm running it right beside this little gem, okay?
1: <laughs> I just want I you mean, to think about it, because like, I've seen it happen. Like, in 60-card formats. You're going to draw, you discard some of your best cards, and there's a chance it's not even getting pumped. You still just have a 3-3. Three, three.
2: <laughs> like, any card that says discard random card has to have an insane upside for me like discarding a random card is like my worst nightmare in magic uh, yeah, no
0: what about madness you want to play it in a madness sec
2: no yeah and then I discard my lands instead that's cool <laughs> <laughs> those don't have madness believe it or not
0: there <laughs> should be
1: a
2: lane with madness
1: how about that I, New I think design
0: don't space, think there should
2: with Ooh, no I don't <laughs> think so you could unless play it's a Temple or something Yeah, yeah, you could discard Drownyard Temple to this combo. Basically, discard the combo. Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Is Rowdy Crew playable with Drownyard Temple? I think so. (laughs) Easy. (laughs) Easy. Okay, fine. Uh we'll, we'll put this in the trash bin. Uh next up, we have a card that I think I think the, the table's a little bit split on. Uh this is Descent into Madness. So Descent into Madness is a five mana black enchantment. It's three and double black, four enchantment that says at the beginning of your upkeep, put a despair counter on Descent into Madness. Then each player exiles X permanents they control and or cards from their hand, where X is a number of despair counters on Descent into Madness. So, uh, it doesn't do anything on the first turn you play it. You have to wait until it's your upkeep. Then you put a one despair counter onto it. And then each person gets to choose if they want to exile uh, one... Uh, permanent they control or or exile one card from their hand Um, and then they just it's cumulative so the next turn once you get uh, two despair counters uh it's not you wait until you're upkeep
1: you don't exile one on in hand and on board yeah Uh, just they get to choose so like
0: if you have a card in hand and you have a card on on battlefield or a permanent on the battlefield you get to choose whether you want to exile something on the permanent on the battlefield or from your hand so it's very very slow stacks. They give your opponents the most options possible on what they want their resource to be lost from, either your hand or uh, the permanent. And a lot of a lot of stacks pieces usually are a lot faster than this. Definitely less than five mana to get started, um, and they usually are more specific on what. Your opponents have to do, so they have less choice, right? Like uh, there, there's, I think there's, there is an enchantment that's very similar to this, where it's, you just discard a card, bottomless pit. Uh, at the beginning of upkeep, you discard a card at random from your hand. And I think it's three mana, um, so you don't get a choice. You don't get a choice to like exile from your board or anything. No, no, no. you have to exile from your hand. And it has to be random, you don't even choose which card, and it just gets started immediately. Um, this card is way too slow. Way I, I, slow. I think this card is sweet i really okay. I, how, I genuinely okay. think this card is sweet so okay. how do you
3: make this card work grim i'm curious well, like let's say you're gonna play like, in commander like how do you do it i mean i do i play so i play it
1: in my mogus deck right so uh and and to be honest with you, it's pretty easy when you make treasures uh and and like this builds up pretty quick right when you have numerous other effects taking place uh eventually like they will run out of cards they will. They'll have taken tons of damage, right? And I'll just make tons of treasures. And if, if, and like, if not, and if somehow you empty my board, then I'm stuck removing my own stuff. But like, the the, the thing is, oftentimes this is just a, another effect on top of things. So it's not like this is what I'm gonna build my deck around. Like, ah, descent into madness. But descent into madness plays a sweet support car uh, support slot in something that is slowly trying to like wither people down and attrition people out of the game, right? Between bottomless pit. Uh, all of those f- cards that, like Tomer had mentioned, you play it in tandem with that. And so uh, that's kind of how you just wither an opponent's board and resources down while they just keep taking two damage <laughs> every turn. But doesn't this just, like, you play this, and
0: now you- everybody just attacks you, and you don't really get that much value out of it because you're going to be dead?
1: Well, I'm already getting attacked, so I don't know what the difference <laughs> is. <laughs> I like, mean, like, even uh... even if it weren't just me, right, you're already playing Bottomless Pit. All right, you assume the decks that this would go in. You're probably already getting hit, right? So, so there's <laughs> there's do you want? no difference. But it doesn't really stop you from getting hit, though. And it's slow. It kind of does. I, it, it is it very slow. Oh, yeah. It kind of does. But think well, about it. it. You How sweep you stop? clear, right? So they're running low on things to do, right? And then they're just stuck exiling over and but, over and but over. you
3: also stuck exiling over and over yes, and am. over?
1: <laughs> yes, I am.
3: Yes, I am. Okay, so so here's here's my issues with this card. One is, it's just bad smokestack. Like it, it is. It's just like super strictly worse smokestack. The other thing is, when I think about okay, where could I play this card? And I'm going through the list of like, okay, oh, Turgrit, that would be kind of sweet. Or, oh, maybe like Nath, some sort of discard deck. Because it exiles and you're not actually making people discard, it doesn't even synergize with most of like the cool places you could play a card like this, if it was just like sacrifice or discard rather than exiling all this stuff. I feel like it's really, really high risk. Like the problem I see with it is like you play this, and your opponent like rass your board or blows up all your treasures, and then you're just like losing all your stuff. You're exiling the Descent into Madness, and there's no safety valve. Like normally, if you've ever played Smokestack, and I love me some Smokestack, Mm -hmm. you take it up to like two, maybe because you can build around that with like a Bitter Blossom or something where you can keep it going. Uh, You don't necessarily want your Smokestack to just tick up every single turn, every single turn, because eventually you're gonna eat away your own board and eat yourself. So to me, this is kind of just like apocalypse with suspend of some (laughs) unknown number where eventually no one's going to have a hand or a board or anything and then you like start playing again.
1: Yeah, it's hilarious.
3: (laughs) It does seem like a kind of card crew would love. Let me clarify. I have definitely had that happen.
2: (laughs) That's the inevitable, right? It it just happens at some point. Well,
3: eventually you just
2: exile the descent. You can
0: stop it a little bit earlier before you lose everything. Yeah. So, but, just, I, mean, I guess it's I, the I, best I, outcome for this card. <laughs> like, what Seth the,
1: has mentioned has happened, though, right? Like, And it happens more often than not, but God, is it fun.
2: Sure. that <laughs> is is so, so much to, fun. To me, this card doesn't really seem like it. It does something that only a few magic cards do. The problem is most of them do it way better. Like Doom for Tall sure. is better. Smokestacks is way better. But the but this exile the effect is very unique, and it yeah, yeah which is a downside, probably, but the flavor text, though, the stairs lead down in both directions, that's menacing, I mean the flavor of the cut descend into madness, everybody is it's driving the table mad i I can't hate <laughs> yeah! too much on this cut I would make good. it a rare though. Like, good, it, yeah. it, it's not really it doesn't really feel like a mythic, like it's super slow. It inevitably punishes you as well, even if you build around it, which I wouldn't. I mean, I feel like this is like a stack stack. I guess.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is like the most like soft stacks you can come up with. It's like, aha, I'll get you, (laughs) and mildly (laughs) annoy you. If, but wait, in four turns? That's, if wait, four turns at all? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, catch up? <laughs> uh,
3: and from a competitive perspective, those are the worst kinds of stack pieces because it's not yeah. powerful enough to really hurt your opponents immediately, but it's annoying, it's annoying enough, enough to make yeah. them want to kill you immediately. So you know, you're oh, it. It is it exactly a crim card. Like I, I <laughs> yeah. see Krim rocking out over there, and this I is totally, like, totally know why. This a signature spell book, crim. Yeah. Like, yeah, 100%. it really is. <laughs>
1: Like I die every time I play my Mogus deck, like within the my- first five turns. But like, whenever I get to live to turn six, holy heck, you're you're gonna feel my wrath. When the mildly Sagan annoying is- <laughs> stacks, tribal. That's what it yeah. is. It's like okay, Not it's hard stacks. Stacks, stacks. But stacks at, we have stacks at home. This is stacks at home, and it's how wish, funny. Wish you know? smoke stack. <laughs> when I tutored for this, oh, that was great. That was a good tutor. No name <laughs> brand smoke stack. This was a good deal. this is just a fun stacks piece, legitimately.
0: <laughs> uh, I like the flavor at least. All right, Seth, what, what do we got
3: next? This is oh, cool. this is a, this is one of my favorite this, cards on the list. This is actually one of my favorite cards on the list, too, because this is one I think there actually could be things you could do with this one, unlike some of the cards we've talked about. And that card is Hell Carver Demon, a six mana, six six flying demon that says when it deals combat damage to a player, sacrifice all your other permanents and you discard your hand, and then you get to exile the top six cards of your library and cast any number of non lands without paying their mana costs. So hellcarver demon, (laughs) it's super, super incredibly risky to play this card. Uh, Because if you hit someone, you're literally losing all of your stuff. You're losing your hand and the battlefield, and you're at the mercy of the top six cards of your library, essentially. But I feel like you could build a deck that maybe could take advantage of this. It would be much easier if it was a legend. If the, I, I kind of actually wish this was a legend so you could build around it. Uh, although maybe the color identity thing would be a problem. But could you imagine like overload your deck with extra combat steps, uh, maybe extra turn effects. And I think you could try to like, play a really risky, janky, you know, the Narset deck, essentially. Have you ever seen the Narset deck go off where they just try to keep snowballing those effects and riding it to victory? You could do that in like the scariest way possible because you never know if you, if you whiff, you're just completely out of the game, unlike Narset where you get to kind of keep going, but you could do something like that with Hellcarver Demon. So I, I think the idea of just like jamming this in your generic random deck with black mana is probably like really, really bad, I could imagine a, a, a situation where, I don't know, now I kind of actually want to build a Hellcarver demon deck just to see what yeah. would happen, because it sounds like the, the roulette aspect of it would actually be kind of fun. I, could we have have talked also,
0: about this before. Yeah, oh, you could, I, I was joking. Something I have Krem. Play- Cosmic
3: have Oh, of course, of, course, yeah. of course you have, <laughs> Krem. <laughs> it's like a demon. into madness. It's a <laughs> it's demon,
1: like... and it's hilarious.
3: So it like, yeah. yeah. oh. oh. oh, yeah. was. What, what has happened when you have hit someone with it, Krem? Oh, I, I just, like,
1: the, I, I died right after. Like, like yeah. I never
3: played again.
2: Yeah. You
3: but can it's fun play around.
2: It's, it's sweet, but it's bad. You sacrifice everything, so you can play Cosmic Intervention to get that back, but you mm-hmm. still discard your hand. That's kind of so, hard to get around.
0: So I actually, I actually have memories of this deck being CDH playable. So the idea behind Hellcarver Demon, I think the best, probably its best case scenario, uh, there's a card called Doomsday. And Doomsday, what it essentially does is it removes your library and your graveyard, and you get to take five cards. And those five cards, you get to order them in any any way. Uh, They become your library, and then that's basically what the spell does. I think it's like three mana for this effect, which is, you know, it's a CDH staple because you can set up piles where you just, like, set up a a Thassa's Oracle win off that. You know, you draw through those five cards, you play Thassa's Oracle, you win the game. Hellcriver Demon is, like, a very, like, all-in uh yolo version of that where you cast doomsday you you uh set up the the five card pile that you just win the game you attack with held carver demon you get to cast all those cards for free it's a fastest oracle combo maybe you can do something in mono black as well i'm not sure but uh that's that's Is like it immediately cracks a uh, a doomsday pile and at that point like you don't really care about the next step after that because you just win the game um, I like the idea of cosmic intervention though that's actually I, I, I know the doomsday thing but a cosmic
3: intervention is kind of spicy I never thought about that uh, what about what about baron glory I feel like this is a way Ooh. to get a baron glory Whoa. when you like attack and then baron Gloring. glory hit a removal spell for your well you're hoping to hit the baron glory like doomsday baron glory swords to plowshares extra turn spell <laughs> oh, <laughs> you yeah, hit your yeah, opponent you cast the baron glory sword your own demon take an extra turn so you went on your upkeep like it seems like this might be one of the better ways to win with Baron Glory. If you want to take that challenge, you can even you can even Oath stone the
0: Baron Glory first, and then sacrifice the Oath stone and along with everything else. So like there's yep.
3: Hit extra more turn spell avenues. Win. Yeah. I like this card a lot. This card's sick. Ooh, it just don't really play bad. in a regular deck. Just don't yeah. like throw it in your random like. Oh, this is a six six for six. Like that's that is not going to end well. It's a demon. and it can go so horribly wrong,
0: and which is demon. also hilarious, right? Like. Just imagine somebody messes with your, with your, like, the cards on top of your liver or anything before you get to do anything. And it's like, and now you just have no board slate. It. It's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like this card a lot. This is, this is
0: going to be I like, like it. A, I like it. It's pretty bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's bad.
3: It's pretty so, bad. Yeah, really bad. No,
1: like to to go back to like a, a serious like on a serious note. It's it's very bad. I only played it because it was a meme in a demon deck, right? But like other than that, I think it's awful.
2: <laughs> it's kind of weird, as that, that, that it doesn't have trample, like effect wise, and like well, how's flying? Yeah, but these yeah, it things is, it does seem like it should have trample. trample. Yeah, it, the effect as well. I don't know. Is it, it's, it's Is it better or worse than Tybalt? I mean, it's lower on the list, so I guess it's better. I probably wouldn't play but bo- At least you can build around the Carver Demon. Like, Tybalt is really hard C-
1: to Can you, you really make. build around Hellcarver Demon? I mean, like, you can. Yes, you can, yeah. but like, you know, like, it's... It's mm. gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many cards do we all just put name in tandem to make it? Okay, so you can make it happen <laughs> if X, Y, Z, you know, actually A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A. And, and then on top of that, if your opponents don't play magic, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is, like, equivalent to, like, you know, having Phage as your commander. Like, yeah, you yeah, it could go bad. It obviously, it could go really no, bad. No, Phage is. But... Uh, uh, Page is better. Come on, Tomer. I mean, you, you cast Phage, and somebody in response blows up your torpor orb, and you're like, "Oh, I guess I scoop them." Like, sure, <laughs> sure.
2: But
1: somebody dies, right? Like, somebody dies somebody. They, that like get, that gets like in with combat. <laughs> well, if this right? goes wrong. Somebody dies <laughs> yeah, somebody too, does right? Die, but only once. It's you, and, and you don't want that. So, I don't know. Phage mm. has way more upside. It like the, and it's easier okay. to build around because it's in your command zone. So I don't have to find it. Hold these pieces. Have to have all the like. I only need usually one thing in play to make Phage work.
3: What do you What do you think you know? about Hellcover Demon Week uh, for for next Commander Clash? <laughs> Everyone well, builds their best Hellcover Demon deck.
1: <laughs> Didn't you all want to try to make it less like shorter episodes? Like this is gonna be the longest episode because. And, and no one's yeah, gonna have any
0: permanence. Dude, it you you also just has you to can't be play held, Abyssal Persecutor. Remember what we talked about when we covered Abyssal Persecutor. We we're talking about we have to do Abyssal Persecutor. I feel sick. like these two can go together. Like you have to play a deck around both of these cards. Go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just play Abyssal Persecutor normally. That's a good card. That's a good card. <laughs> like like card. I, I, oh my god, maybe it's because of my love for it in standard, but like we should put
0: that card. on the list. Honestly, no, I no, feel no. Like that uh, this one's Abyssal Persecutor's not even
1: bad. It's not even
0: I think Hellcarver
2: Diva is better than Abyssal Persecutor.
1: What? No!
2: (laughs) In Command, maybe. It's more impactful. Abyssal Persecutor stops
0: you from winning the
2: game. What? But you can give it to your opponent.
0: But it's a... (laughs) It's just a it's just a four mana six six with so, okay just, just,
3: for for context Abyssal Persecutor, four mana six six flying trample demon you can't win the game your opponents can't lose the game it's reverse plant the main essentially I never on a, win on the game body. anyways. So, so so what's the, the point the...
1: here is what's the difference except now I have a six six flampler this is great but <laughs> Hellcarver Demon lets you cast the top five cards ah at the, for at the free
0: of pre- sorry, every six cards.
1: permanent.
3: I don't really like. Who cares? Just big I win things. the game if I cast the spells. But I don't really like just big things in Commander. Is like a six-six flying trample over four even something that's exciting? Commander, no. yeah, that's it's yeah. just like a. I want to like. I want to be mold drifting or something. Like I want. I want that it's value. I don't beater. just want a big body. It's kind of like a commana. one mana. In, no, pull. in Commander,
1: a four mana flying uh, like six-six is a solid beater. Right, like I. Yeah, I, but I, like.
0: For one mana, you can just tutor up Sarah's Ascendant, and you have a six-six flying life link, and it doesn't have the caveat of you can't win the game. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I but mean like, I don't think the downside think it. matters that much.
1: The downside of not being able to win the game is not even that big a deal. Like, it, it, you're in black, so you have tons of ways to sack it, sacrificing it, right? Phyrexian Tower, uh, whatever, and any of its other sack outlets. You have no issues with that. But in the meantime. You have a solid body that does combat nicely that doesn't lose you the game when you connect with it. Um like
3: does lose you the
1: game. It loses it you
3: casting. the game 99% and then, and of the
0: time it will lose you the game. You cast six spells for free and then you can keep doing it by the way. Like if you don't you win the game right there you just keep, keep doing ca- it. It's like a it's Maybe. like a super narset. But, but then super you got a narset. Cool.
3: You got to say, say a with no board.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, just imagine you connect and somebody doesn't even have to kill it. They just unsummon it. And, and yeah. Like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fading hope. Go. Reason <laughs> borrower. Your free spell. Adieu. <laughs> uh, fine.
0: Comment section. Let us know down below. Which is which is a better card? Abyssal Persecutor or Hellcarver Demon? I want to I hear your thoughts on that one. I think
2: it's Team Hellcarver. I, yeah in commander i think, I think you're trolling me player. you have to be trolling me you're Abis- trolling me there's no way <laughs> what do you
1: mean nah,
2: what what do you do with a form like in in 60 cards format? card formats for Tuesday. sure but no no i mean i'm arguing for the hell cover here like i like oh, yeah. Abis- persecutor in 60 cards but for mana 60 you can just play from sarah ascendant and win
3: i i'm Actually. on team tomer too unfortunately grim <laughs> I just I don't like I don't like big things that don't generate value in Hellcarver Demon. It's really risky value, but at least it, I mean it could draw me. I could get some card draw out of that six top six hurts my library. You know that that's a thing that could happen. Think how many cards in you in can my, my Demon deck,
1: spell. there's one that loses me the game and one that doesn't. I love I love the other one. Right, like like so it's
0: cheaper. One it's that just, loses you the game, but one prevents you from winning the game. Right, but oh, you it, know that, okay. I gotta
3: worry about that way later. Right, like that's true. way down the line. If I was playing Demon Tribal, I'd play Persecutor. I just think that Hellcover is a better build around. Like, a more interesting build around than Abyssal Persecutor. But it, you're right. If you're playing Demon Tribal or something, like, you can't play Hellcarver Demon. No, no, no. Like,
1: like if if we're talking just, like, vanilla, I'm going to put this in a deck. Which one's better?
3: If I had to play one. You're, like. <sighs> okay. Uh, just, like, in a random yeah, pull up like, the first black deck on EDA track and stick right. a card in it it's got to be abyssal persecutor because hellcarver demon is just too risky i think in right. like in just in a vacuum so we're building around demon, the card i think hellcarver demon is way more exciting to me as a build around than than persecutor it is more exciting you're right hellcarver. you're right it is more exciting like me- would you really would you jam it it's just Ooh. chaos let chaos rain wow tell I, hey, look, the chaos I play whiteboard
0: Chaos player. i will play whiteboard nibble <laughs> in any any situation that i can get around Hellcarver Demon's up my alley. All right, let <laughs> let chaos flow. All right,
1: you remember how we In, talked Chaos Week, Tomer? You're not that. This is far good off. chaos. You're not no. that far off from no. a chaos player. You know that, no, right? No,
0: no, I, I'm not a stacks player, Krim. I am a, I am a rich as Richard Garfield attended. I discard all my permanents. You're not Ooh, that talking far about off chaos. from a
1: chaos deck, dude.
2: Okay, imagine Hellcarver Demon hitting, and then you get a Thief's Auction. And then no. you, <laughs> you no. all no. your stuff is gone, but Bands. you get the opponent
0: nope. stuff. Nope, nope. All right, that's kind of cool. From... Actually, nope. hold on, that's pretty cool. I'm stopping. I'm stopping the conversation right now. We're not talking about chaos. <laughs> We're not talking about chaos anymore. You started it. Like you I, have... I'm ending
1: it. <laughs> Although, if you're playing that, you definitely don't want to hit a Warp World because you only shuffles one game <laughs> again. <laughs> Good. Good. If you're a god gamer, you hit it again, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Krim, tell us about the next card on my list.
1: Okay. So, the next card is a card that I played a lot of in standard. Kargan <laughs> Dragonlord. Red Red. Human Warrior. Level Up. One Red. Uh, put a level uh, counter on this. Uh, activate it or level up only as a sorcery. Uh it's a two two as it starts, but once it's level four to seven, it's a flying four four. And once it's eight plus, it's flample eight eight uh with fire breathing. So tap a red, uh it gets plus one plus zero. So this this card shouldn't be here. I, this card it, feels like very so zoomery
2: bad. that it's, it's so here. Bad. I'm no. sorry, Phil. No, 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 I agree with Grandpa, this. Grandpa,
1: what is this no thing? Way. This relic? No.
2: What is this? is a like good dude? card. It's, it's a good
3: VHS. value, alright
2: <laughs> Just mentioned Sarah's. Wait, Sarah's. Wait, I forgot. Sarah, Sarah send it Sarah ascended. It. Yeah, it's a one mana six six flying vigilance. Okay, it's a bit cheating in this case, but two mana for a two two, and then you have to spend four mana at four sorcery speed to make it a four four flying, and then even more man- four mana to get a I guess eight eight flying trample. But at this point. It, I mean, it has been killed way before this. So, No, no way. This is as close as a vanilla mythic as we get. No, 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 no.
1: I I it's actually uh, fully agree with with Phil here. I I love this card in standard, and but in like in commander, this is. It's not even like legendary. It's not even a dragon. Like I, I don't even know <laughs> why. Okay, and it's double red, so you're not splashing this sucker, right? Like this is this is a double red, right? Like whoo, this thing is bad. It's and the level up is red. It, you can't even use like soul ring mana, right? Like this is just terrible in commander.
0: Abyssal persecutor was four mana for a six six flame pull that do- prevents you from winning the game. But I am in no longer one...
1: sinking mana into it.
0: But this one's a 4-mana 4-4 with flying. No,
1: no, no. It doesn't no. start mana. as a 6. It's six, a 6-mana. 6-mana You start at a
0: 2-2, right? No, it's still fine. As a 4-4 <laughs> no, four, four flying. No,
3: no, 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 no. Okay, it's not good. Think about but this, card. it's fine. 2-mana to cast it, and you get a 2-2. Two, two. That's bad. Next level, 6-mana yeah. for a 4-4 four, four flyer. That's bad. That's bad. Next level... 10 mana for 8-8 Flying Trampo with Fire Breathing, that's also bad. Every mark, it's bad. And it, like Phil said, it's kind of a vanilla creature. And the one thing I hate in Commander is just things that are big. I don't think things that are just big and don't do anything valuey are very good in Commander. So this is the kind of card that I just really dislike. Maybe like... Lavisa, cold eyes. Like maybe if the creature type mattered, I was like mono red warriors and really scratching around to find like the last card to round out my deck. I would throw this in, but it's not a card I'd be excited about putting in my deck.
1: It's it's bad. It's awful. It's like stone unplayable. Like I, I think this is <laughs> very bad. Like it's a bear, right? Like and and every way the curve, like Seth had mentioned, it's the it's a it's very under. Like, the bar of the going rate, right? Like, you, you, you're you, saying Abyssal Persecutor is bad, but, like, that's a 4-mana Flampler, right? That's a 6-6. Six, six, you're essentially paying what is 10 mana to get maybe the same thing.
0: Okay, I, I wouldn't say I would run this, but, like, we're we're talking about, like, Archangel's Light. We're talking about all these other cards, and it's like, this, this over-costed vanilla that scales well is worst yeah, mythic this ever does, it this just, does feels just so, so boring this does, not,
1: this does not scale well hold on but what? it doesn't
0: like it, it, No, it doesn't scale well i so said it's like it's it's, it, it's mana inefficient for what it is but it scales like if you have extra mana then you can dump into it like it doesn't actively ruin your board state like you're comparing we're we're talking about like tibble we're talking about rowdy whatever that was rowdy crew we're talking about uh, Archangel's Light. We're talking about something that makes you sacrifice your entire board state, and this is this this worst crime that Dragon Dragonlord has committed is that it's not mana efficient. It's a vanilla beater. Like, I'm sorry, it doesn't it doesn't feel it doesn't feel on the same level as worst mythic ever.
2: Okay. It's like I mean, it's, it's
0: fine. It's not good. Oh, it's not fine. It's not. It's uh, very
1: bad and boring. This is, this this boring. is like two but, two mana times. St- skip on yourself
3: but it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> sacrifice your entire portal when you attack with it like it, it uh, doesn't actively harm you that is that is true but it's there there is an opportunity cost because you could be like playing something else in that slot you only get 100 cards like <laughs> you, uh, you, uh, you gotta use them wisely like you get, I, at least, I would play probably tip all over that honestly. at least it's a body that can
0: get bigger though it doesn't just gain you two life for each card in your grave or like I there, mean, it
1: has some impact on the board. Mm-hmm. Is this the worst card on our list? I don't think so. Is Am it I... very bad? Yes.
3: It is very bad. Does it deserve are there to no be other honest? mythics that are just like vanilla? So, there, beaters, there, are, like... there are actually other similar mythics to this. There's Transcendent Master, which yeah, is kind of like the up. same thing, mm-hmm. where but you got to level up to like 12, I think, or some <laughs> ridiculously high number. Uh, so, there's other ones. Similar to this, but I think they're well, all ritually bad.
1: Transcendent Master, but the yeah. difference is uh Transcendent Ma- Master, it, it does matter here, right? Because a lot of the mana that is being floated around can be colorless in Commander. Transcendent Master uses colorless to level up,
3: Carbion and it protects is red. itself. That's yes. an upside.
1: It eventually becomes indestructible, right? Even if it is at a higher level, sure, it's a 9 9 indestructible lifelinker in its best case, right? Uh, and And it requires you to level up through colorless, which is way
3: easier to do, way easier to do. I gotta say, by far my favorite part of Dragon Dragonlord is if you look on EDH rec, um most of the top commanders are dragon decks. Where I assume the people just did not actually read the creature type, oh. <laughs> and they just see the big dragon in there and they're like, "Oh, this is gonna be sweet and lathless." Oh, I'm gonna run this in her dragon, and then they actually pull it out and are like, "Oh." Oh, imagine Again. you put this in a five color deck.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's bad. I just don't feel
0: it. Feels doesn't feel aggressively bad. It feels very like benign bad it feels it feels like what's it called the Descendant of Madness I would put it in the
3: same level of that oh I, I, I think Descendant of Madness is aggressively bad but but, uh, oh, but I know oh, what you're oh. saying you know but, but it it's, is, it's benign you know yeah. it's benign it's not
0: like it's not I, ruining your board state that much where a does but it's very about, slowly
3: but Descendant is might be the good comparison
0: Scent is unique, yeah. The scent's more interesting. This is very this is uh, this is aggressively m- very aggressively uninspiring. I'll say that. It's not even a dragon. But
2: it looks cool. <laughs> it it, does it look sure cool. does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the whole level up mechanic is inherently bad. Doing it sorcery speed, you can get punished so hard for this. Yeah. But this one is the worst at Mythic. I don't know. It's it just was
0: ballroom. it was nice and limited. That was, that was it.
1: <laughs> it was nice and limited it sounds nice. so backhanded.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I went, on, I, went the, I, mean, I went on a date. You know, Rich were was going nice?
2: to like play now. Oh yeah. Yeah, saying it's nice <laughs> and limited is saying like uh, to a rap song, oh the beat is cool. It's. <laughs> I like the sample. <laughs> <laughs> The
0: last card on our list for this podcast. Take it away, Phil.
2: Last card. I'm not too old, actually. Somehow hyped. <laughs> I didn't understand any of the hype <laughs> when I saw the card. Eight mana. Ever since Memorial. It's an eight mana. Three of those are white. Legendary artifact. Indestructible. Other legendary permanents you control have indestructible Eight mana, just to give all your legendary permanents indestructible, <laughs> and this also is indestructible, I guess.
3: Wow! Oh, wow! Oh my god!
2: <laughs> I probably play Archangel's Light. <laughs> I like that it's it's triple
0: white too to make sure you really can't splash for this. Yeah, because it's too, it would be too strong if you could just put it into any deck. You know, you have to really right, this, right. there's a the cost sink cost that you have to be heavy
2: white.
1: This is so bad. <laughs> <It's>
2: so bad. <laughs> what well, if it gave everything indestructible? That'd be cool. Like Avison for example. Right, <laughs> but what right. is This,
0: oh, Yikes. Uh, uh, I mean, it's literally the same cost as Avison, Angel <laughs> of Hope. So this is a callback. This is this is the we have. Archangel Abyssin at home, like or sorry, Abyssin no. Angel of Hope. an Angel of Hope, just for people who are listening, a five and triple white. So same exact cost. Legendary creature, Angel, eight eight mythic from a decade ago. Um, flying, Vigilance, Indestructible. Other permits you control sure have Indestructible. So that all in all permanents, not just your legendary permits, And <laughs> it itself is uh, Indestructible. But instead of just being an artifact that sits around. It's an eight-eight flying vigilance, so it just punches people for eight, and you, yeah. you can't get hit back. You uh, can't get hit back as a vigilance. I,
1: I also uh, find yeah, it I funny get, that the memorial could just be worded, w- remove the indestructible, and just put "legendary permits you control are indestructible" instead, because it seems almost redundant, right? It's like indestructible, yeah. but also that's how they word it to be like it, some, for reasons. I think they do it probably. Some, I'm
0: curious I, I, why I, it's I, worded I,
1: that way. But I don't know I why they, it's they, just they legendary. Group, like
0: they 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 checked with like group uh whatever what's it called? They they checked with people to see like what would be an easier way to understand the card, and this was the easier way. Oh, okay, sure.
3: I mean this ah, <laughs> uh, it looks this so bad is... compared to Abyssin itself. Like, is it really right. a bad card in absolute sense? Like, let's say you're playing Sissay or something, some sort of like heavy legendary theme deck. Is there any is there any world where you would play this? Like let's say you already I have Avison cuz Avison's like strictly saying, better would yeah. this be like Avison number 2? Like or no? no? Is it just like that bad that even in its best case it's not worth it? This well, is like, the twice yeah.
1: watered down Avison. <laughs> so there's the the proxy, it's very down and then there's the watered down version <laughs> of the watered down version, right? And that's this. <laughs> So. Well,
0: keep in mind, there's another memorial that sees a decent amount of play. It's right. a Chroma's Memorial, seven mana, legendary artifact. Creatures you control have flying, first strike, vigilance, hit, trample, haste, and protection from black and red. And usually, this card just—you put it down, your your army is now going uh, to win.
3: insane, and you you win. It doesn't protect uh, your stuff, though. I mean, I guess it does from targeted black and red removal, but it's not going to, like, fizzle a Wrath of God or Damnation or something.
0: Yeah, but it also doesn't require it to be legendary permanence. Right, yeah, and it is. also is, <laughs> like, what,
1: seven mana? Or is it six?
2: Yeah, it's seven. Seven mana, yeah. so it's Seven a colorless bit mana.
1: Just seven yeah. whatever, generic mana. Who cares? Right? Like, I, I <sighs> think this is just so Why? Un-
2: unplayable. Why did they do this? Why is it legendary? I, I don't it's not even a flavor thing because the original Avison is not it,
3: Why? I think it's supposed to be a flavor thing like calling back to to Avison. I don't know Avison's lore that much but I mean this is a memorial
0: of Avison so it's like using a little bit of its abilities just like a memorial is a callback to a Chroma sure. <laughs> had right. similar things but But
1: this is modified right? Like it's not That's actually Avison's Avacyn. ability.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's changed. It's I mean, so weird. Well, you can't really give <laughs> I don't know if you can give vigilance to <laughs> a non creature artifact. That'd be a little awkward. But uh I, I feel like even just Avison's bad now like haven't all these cards gotten worse like even Avison. now i don't know if bad is OG the right word, but I, I feel like og avacyn has gotten way way worse like there's so much exile based removal we got farewell now i think this is probably backed up by like the rate at which people are playing cards and plus like the formats just sped up where eight mana is a lot more than it used to be a few years ago so i feel like even og avacyn's not as good as it used to be and this is like not og Avison.
1: <laughs> i agree way, way that, worse. that og Avison is not as good as it was but in the decks that are probably playing it like let's just say some kind of kalia deck or something like that it's usually cheated out and it's not a bad yeah. target it's not the worst it's a pretty
0: it's just, insane target if you cheat yeah. it's
2: just you're not re-animated too
1: like
0: it's still yeah like it, it's it, it, less good to just like you hard cast Avacyn. like if you're oh i'm mono white I'll get to eight mana eventually and I'll drop this and then I'll win the game. Eh. <laughs> less, yeah. Less less good now. Is but it. If you're did, cheating it out, it's still a good cheat target.
2: Damn. Yeah, I guess that's true. Is it me? I, I think I saw people getting hyped about the Eversons Memorial on Twitter when it released. Oh was it just all ironic and I just
1: Is ironic. Did. There's no way people yeah, when hated I, this card okay, when it came did,
2: out. I, I think I saw tweets saying like, oh, you could do this and this and that What's going on? Why is this guy? <laughs> it also, the I mean, distribution of people got high hyped
3: for Tibble, by the way. I'm just saying, pro players got hyped for Tibble. I'm just sure. saying. What if, you, what if you play it and then turn it into a creature with, like, Karn or Come something? In. And then you got, like, an 8-8 so, indestructible. Then you, so you actually, like, like a very gonna, then very then you build card. your own <laughs> Avicen, essentially. Hey, and, and then so you, so you play jump to give it flying, and then you literally have Avicen. <laughs> but then <laughs> you vigilance. need to give it vigilance, too. Yeah. And oh. then you <laughs> get Avicen. All right, there, there's a card for that. One. A Johnny, the
0: green white
1: one. The green white <laughs> one from War. See, so you only cards... need like five cards to make your own Avisen. Funny enough, That's... a lot of them are from War of the Spark. You have a Johnny. You have Karn.
3: You have. <laughs> okay, I gotta I gotta ask you one more one more question about this card, Avisen. And this is mostly for you, Tomer, because Tomer, you're the you're the budget master of Commander. Avisen's like super expensive. It's like forty bucks or something. It is not a cheap Magic: The Gathering card. You're putting together a commander deck. You really want Avisen's effect, but you uh, don't have forty dollars to uh, to spend on Avisen. Is there any argument for this being like a budget replacement, or even in that context, like still no?
0: Yes, if the payoff is is worth it. Like if if my deck is, I'm going to. Um just be board dot deck and i really need indestructible on my stuff and i happen to have all legendary permanents on a budget uh okay but you you the synergies have to be so good or you have to be able to cheat it out into play so easily like if you're a uh, boros for example and you have goblin welder effects where you can immediately put on the battlefield like some way of of breaking the uh high mana cost and then the payoff you have to have like You can't just rely on the fact that, like, oh, Indestructible is really cute because now it's really good against my opponent's uh, uh, board wipes and stuff. No, you have to be the board wipe player, I think. You have to take advantage of Indestructible. And then it's playable. It's playable. But it's just definitely... It's a lot of work. I don't even think it's
2: playable. (laughs) I can't can't imagine this. Mm.
0: Well... Mm. Fitting in. There was a lot of white cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have guessed? <laughs> who would have guessed? <laughs> we're not going to read into that, though. It's fine. Uh- <laughs> All right. Uh, that was our show, everybody. We went over uh, about 11 uh, cards that we thought were pretty terrible uh, mythics. If you think uh, there was any mythic that we didn't talk about that is... Uh, t- terrible enough that is worth mentioning uh please uh, let us know in the comment section below let us know about Carver demon versus abyssal persecutor um and if you think all the level up cards for karkin dragon i just like the art i, I agree the <laughs> art is great I, I the art's nice i'm just a boomer Uh I remember what it was good <laughs> um <laughs> anyway uh that's it everybody uh like and subscribe and all that good stuff and until next time friends see ya